Introductory and Explanatory of Animals of the Past This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeffrey Smith, New Orleans, Louisiana. Animals of the Past by Frederick A. Lucas. Introductory and Explanatory. At the present time, the interest in the ancient life of this earth is greater than ever before, and very considerable sums of money are being expended to dispatch carefully planned expeditions to various parts of the world systematically to gather the fossil remains of the animals of the past. That this interest is not merely confined to a few scientific men, but is shared by the general public, is shown by the numerous articles, including many telegrams, in the columns of the daily papers. The object of this book is to tell some of the interesting facts concerning a few of the better known or more remarkable of these extinct inhabitants of the ancient world. Also, if possible, to ease the strain on these venerable animals caused by stretching them so often beyond their due proportions. The book is admittedly somewhat on the lines of Mr. Hutchinson's Extinct Monsters and Creatures of Other Days, but it is hoped that it may be considered with books as with boats, a good plan to build after a good model the information scattered through these pages has been derived from varied sources some has of necessity been taken from standard books a part has been gathered in the course of museum work and official correspondence for much the author is indebted to his personal friends and for a part he is under obligations to friends he has never met who have kindly responded to his inquiries the endeavor has been conscientiously made to exclude all misinformation it is nevertheless entirely probable that some mistakes may have crept in, and due apology for these is hereby made beforehand. The author expects to be taken to task for the use of scientific names, and the reader may perhaps sympathize with the old lady who said that the discovery of all these strange animals did not surprise her so much as the fact that anyone should know their names when they were found. The real trouble is that there are no common names for these animals. Then, too, people who call for easier names do not stop to reflect that, in many cases, the scientific names are no harder than others, simply less familiar, and, when domesticated, they cease to be hard witness mammoth elephant rhinoceros giraffe boa constrictor all of which are scientific names and if for example we were to call the hyracotherium a hyrax beast it would not be a name but a description and not a bit more intelligible 
again it is impossible to indicate the period at which these creatures lived without using the scientific term for it jurassic eocene pliocene as the case may be because there is no other way of doing it some readers will doubtless feel disappointed because they are not told how many years ago these animals lived the question is often asked how long ago did this or that animal live but when the least estimate puts the age of the earth at only ten million years while the longest makes it six billion it does seem as if it were hardly worth while to name any figures even when we get well toward the present period we find the time that has elapsed since the beginning of the jurassic when the dinosaurs held carnival variously put at from fifteen million to six million years while from the beginning of the eocene when the mammals began to gain the supremacy until now the figures vary from three million to five million years so the question of age will be left for the reader to settle to his or her satisfaction the restorations of extinct animals may be considered as giving as accurate representations of these creatures as it is possible to make they were either drawn by mr knight whose name is guaranteed that they are of the highest quality or by Mr. Gleason, with the aid of Mr. Knight's criticism. That they are infallibly correct is out of the question, for, as Dr. Woodward writes in the preface to Extinct Monsters, restorations are ever liable to emendation, and the present will certainly prove no exception to the rule as a striking instance of this it was found necessary at the last moment to change the figure of hesperarnus the original lifelike portrait proving to be incorrect in attitude a fact that would have long escaped detection but for the pan-american exposition the connection between the two is explained on page seventy six however the reader may rest assured that these restorations are infinitely more nearly correct than many figures of living animals that have appeared within the last twenty-five years and are even now doing duty the endeavor has been made to indicate at the end of each chapter the museums in which the best examples of the animals described may be seen and also some book or article in which further information may be obtained as this book is intended for the general reader references to purely technical articles have so far as possible been avoided and none in foreign languages mentioned for more important works of reference on the subject of paleontology the reader may consult a manual of paleontology by alan nicholson and r lydecker a work in two volumes dealing with invertebrates vertebrates and plants or a textbook of paleontology by Carl von Zittel, English edition, only the first volume of which has so far been published. 
an admirable book on the vertebrates is outlines of vertebrate paleontology by arthur smith woodward it is to be understood that these are not at all popular in their scope but intended for students who are already well advanced in the study of zoology end of introductory and explanatory